I'm Matt Chapman, the founder of Chapman CG, and welcome to the Future of HR podcast. In this podcast series, we look at forward-thinking trends on HR and how these trends are changing the HR world. This is Oscar Fuchs, and I'm with Stella Strasdas, Executive Advisor and Global HR Leadership Coach here at Chapman CG. Hi, Stella. Hey there, Oscar. How are you today? Very good, thank you. Um, I'm looking forward to speaking with you today on the topic of leading and mentoring HR leaders of the future. Um, so why don't we jump straight in? You know, tell me, what does it mean to be an HR leader of the future? Yeah, you know, there's so much that's being written now, as many of us read or you look at um, the literature, that HR of the future, you know, you may have folks saying, how is that shifting and changing? And for me, it really is about leadership. And we've tended in the past to perhaps look at HR more as its technical skills, which are absolutely important to know. And some of the things that are evolving in those technical skills, whether it be working with different kinds of business models within HR, um, in terms of operating groups, um, business services, shared services. Um, someone even the other day told me, how do we work with artificial intelligence and robots? And, and I do think those are all, I'll call them tools and business models. But HR of the future, for me, truly is about being able to look and understand the external market landscape. Great. Uh, and this, this kind of vision beyond what, you know, what we're doing in the day-to-day and how to look into the future, how, how do you find people with that skill and how do you nurture that skill? Yeah, you know, the, the future is not something that we can predict based on looking into the past. And so for me, if there's some true, I'm going to say, almost um, I'll call them essential positive qualities in what we bring to how we work and how we lead and how we show up. And that, for me, is thinking about curiosity, really entering in as I meet folks, you know, who's curious about, hmm, how do I figure out looking around that corner to predict something that may be discontinuous from the past? Also, how do I partner and collaborate with folks who are not HR folks, but get out of my functional silo to truly stretch my thinking And not just even within my own organization or my business partners or my functional partners, but also looking outside my own organization. And sometimes that can be truly looking at things that are happening, I'm going to say, in in politics, in high tech, maybe in investment news. But also, I, I do think there's something that opens us up to possibilities when we're also looking beyond our business expertise and how to include things like the arts and appreciating creativity and how that comes from individuals and also organizations and innovation. So that may be a question, Oscar, that I sort of went off a little bit on. So certainly um, <laughs> want to just check in with you and see if that answered uh, what you asked me. <laughs> well, it does. You know, and as an HR headhunting company at Chapman CG, one, one of the things that we really look for in HR talent these days is, is that natural curiosity. Um, you know, it's, it's the glint behind the eye. It's, it's the intelligence. It's the ability to, you know, to look outside of what you're doing in the day-to-day. Um, because, you know, as, you, as you've just said, they, HR used to be a very, you know, tool-focused and skill-focused mindset, but now it has to be much more about overall leadership. Yeah, and, you know, it's a great point you bring up, Oscar, that in so many of the tools in HR right now have become, I'd say, processes or tools that managers, employees can use on their own. They no longer need a person to do those things for them. 
And so the HR role really is about design, strategy around that, the culture of the organization, right, the, the talent. And I do think HR, even today, I wouldn't even wait for the future, is really about how do I sit at that table, not just around HR processes, but thinking about where might we invest because there are talent opportunities. Where should our manufacturing sites be located? Where am I going to find R&D talent? And so really being able to, to match, I'd say, what the labor market opportunities are to where some of your strategies around location and also cost. And cost with labor and talent evolves and changes. So a lot of it's also about capabilities. Right. And of course, when you talk about locations and markets, it's not just in one, one country these days. It's, it's so international. You know, how, how do you see HR talent being close to the business and yet also become more, you know, borderless? Yeah, and borderless, you know, for me, and I love that term because it really is about, I'll call it also impermeable boundaries, right? That, that there's a permeability that we can look and go across. And I would say for HR, you know, we traditionally begin to think about what's the career path that gives me those experiences, right, to build that, right? So do I work in headquarters? Do I then make sure I work in a field or a regional office? Do I then look at running a country? You know, um, am I in the global part of headquarters? And I would say that all of those experiences are very important, but it's also how you show up and take those experiences on. Because we've all known leaders where if we move in, it's about checking the box for experience, but we're not bringing who we are and what we can give and the legacy of the different roles we take on, but also learning and having what I'm going to call a truly collaborative development opportunity in those different assignments that we do. And sometimes in HR, you know, we may be even in an organization designed more broadly than a business model that we support. And I've seen that in a lot more of our matrixed organizations and as the HR model changes. So how do I, as an HR leader, not only think that I'm serving a business unit, but I'm actually in there partnering and serving the enterprise of this organization because talent in an organization is not static. And so my role is truly to think about how I create that fluidity of talent to be at the right place at the right time with the right capabilities. Well, thank you very much, Stella. That was a great introduction to our podcast series, and we'll be going into more detail on all these topics in the next few podcasts. So very much appreciate your time today and look forward to our next conversation. Uh, my pleasure, Oscar. Thank you. That was Stella Strasdas, Executive Advisor and Global HR Leadership Coach at Chapman CG. For more Future of HR podcasts, visit www.chapmancg.com or subscribe on iTunes.